what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Creed. Yo, this is man like to read. Hi, this is Tom Thurwell. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare if you will have some alone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, O'Doherty. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe. Hello and welcome to Madrid Rest Journey on bbgwrestling.com. I'm Chris Laff and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the art of violence, MJ Grayson. How are you doing this evening, MJ? I'm doing pretty good. Nice and chilled, nice and relaxed. Had a pretty good day. Well, a bit of a hectic day, but I'm all good. Oh, I'm back home, ready to uh, sit down and have a chat. It's been an alright day. I've not been to work. I've had tea. That's about it. Enough exciting stuff. Oh, mate. Oh, well, um, I've got a couple of weeks off and then I'll start start a shoot job again. I'm enjoying, enjoying my time off. <laughs> How has your 2022 been so far in the ring? You know what? 2022 has actually been really good so far. Um, <laughs> my calendar has been busier than it's ever been, which is a bonus. I mean, we're, what, eight months in, nearly nine months in. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've already surpassed the number of matches for 2021. Although, granted, 2021, my first, I think it's been just over a year since my first match back from COVID, um, which was six-man ladder match with APW. Yeah. yeah. Their, their, their kind of money in the bank kind of thing. Um, so that was a fun one. Do you want to do a six-man ladder match? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> um, but no, look, 2022 has been great so far. I've carried on working for a number of promotions. I've debuted for one or two new ones. Um, just busy, busy, busy. A lot of new character work. A couple of changes in the works now. Some new games, some new music. So a lot of tag team bookings as well now, which I'm loving as well. So that's been fun. It's been oh, good to go. Hopefully the momentum carries on. And training with me. Yeah, yeah. We did the open. <laughs> yeah, there was the open map at Wrestle Island, the start of um, start of July, which was. Last oh, time I went free. Yeah, it was the start of July. Wow. And the only reason I know this is because I drove from I drove from where I'm based in the Midlands. I drove up to Birkenhead. I did uh, the open map session with Wrestle Island, and then I drove to Newark. And uh, the band that I'm in, we played Tech Fest, which is quite a big uh, tech metal, progressive metal kind of festival. And then I drove back home. It's <laughs> quite a long day. Yeah, because when you walked in, I was like, I know him. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't pitch you. I was like, oh, yeah, it, must be, it must be all like Wesker when he posts stuff on Facebook and stuff. I was like, yeah. <laughs> he wears a mask, though, so I get why people are like, that's fine. He wears a mask. <laughs> but nah, yeah. Um, so start of July, that was the last time I had a weekend free until oh, wow. until I finished work. So I've, I've just, my, I've just come off working for the Commonwealth Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all of my July and August was booked up working for them. Um, but now it's all booked up with wrestling, which yeah, is yeah. even But hopefully I can get back up there soon. How's the training been going? Yeah, it was very good. We've we had another open ring last weekend. Yeah. Full of bruises, though, but they come up on the. Always the way. Always the way. Trust me. It gets easier. It gets easier. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm starting to get the character, the character in my head. I've started okay. wearing face paint. So that's oh, okay. I've ordered the face paint. It's come. Nice. Any designs you've got in mind? 
Or is it all we got for a big reveal? Oh, I've got my phone on me. Oh. Yeah, um, I know it's. I put up on. Um, it's on my Instagram. Is that, okay, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I put it off the other day. I'll have a look. Yeah. I just want to see how easy it is to do because I've never done it before. So I just watched a video on YouTube. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, it's it's difficult. I did it very early on, like when I first started. Hmm. Um, one of the first gimmicks I had was face paint. Um, it, it was like a full, full on kind of thing. Um, liquid latex is your best friend. Yeah. With that because it's not water based, so you won't sweat it off. Uh, and it kind of like chips off and peels off as you go, but it is quite expensive. Yeah. Um, I've gone back now. I, I didn't wear face paint for a very long time, and I've just started now as I've started to kind of like work on, um, work on my in ring persona more now that I'm tagging with Wesker a lot. Mm-hmm. I've gone back to just like just around the eyes and on the neck as well, just black. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it just helps you just add that little bit to it. Just helps us look a bit more like a cohesive team. So he's a, Big fucking scary guy. <laughs> it just helps us look a bit more of a cohesive unit. I just I enjoy it. I like. I'm a big Rob Zombie fan, so took a lot of inspiration from what he wears on stage. Oh, amazing! Yeah, it's more just to be a bit made me age a bit more ambiguous. Also, as go, oh, it's a forty year old bloke in the ring. It'll be like, no, I'm in my thirties. I'm like, I'm thirty four. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like age, I didn't start training until I was twenty six. Like a lot of people have got. 10 years experience by then. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to God, what, a 10 year vet. How old are you? 25. Oh, Jesus. This is sick of it. Like, how, how good Pud is? And he's only 16. Yeah, mate, I couldn't believe it when we were training with him. He's unreal. He's like, oh, I might try a moonsault and just nails it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, Joe loves training with him. So. Yeah. So, so, so there were. It's, you get guys like that that's just another level sometimes like when they've got they've got the experience of like say the experience they've got the combination of age and drive and just kind of like a bit of natural talent as well mm-hmm. that combination is just unreal like the first time I, first time I started training with Fight Club Pro and I saw Amari it's it just oh, drives mate like he was the kind of guy in training that would be like oh I don't know if I can do that and then just nails it first time mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's great. Somewhere I've I've seen him twice at Wrestle Island. I think. I, I don't know if you, I've only been following yeah, Wrestle yeah, Island yes. for a couple of years. It was probably two thousand eighteen, maybe early nineteen. He was there. Yeah, I, I think I've only really I've been following Wrestle Island for a couple of years, but obviously eighteen months of that was COVID. <laughs> uh, it was about twenty nineteen that came to my attention. I'm like, oh, let's check these out. Yeah, yeah. I've missed one show in five years. Wow, <laughs> mate, that's impressive. To be fair, just like I've been to the last two shows, I've seen some of the others online. I've been to the last two shows, and like I can see how they're packing that out every yeah, time yeah. easily. Yeah, and coincidentally, that was because it was my mother-in-law's birthday. So I, apparently, that's more important than going to wrestling. His sixtieth birthday. I see. If it was fifty-nine or sixty-one, you could probably get away with it. But it's six-zero, man. It's one of those decades. You've kind of got. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do there. This is Frank Wesker. And you are listening to the Broken But Glorious podcast, Dog Will Hunt. Well, you've already given it away, but this question usually gives you age away. So who was your favourite wrestler growing up? Um, growing up, it was... <laughs> this is the thing. I'm going to give you the answer, and it could be any decade. It was either Kane or Triple H. <laughs> Pick a decade. Was it 1998? Was it 2010? Hmm. <laughs> it was 1998. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a wrestler when I was like 10 years old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2000 Triple H was just the one. Or Cactus Jack, take a pick. 
Yeah, that, the first three years, okay, I loved. Yeah, like that debut, mate. Up until he unmasked, I was on board. I was on it straight away. The first couple of months of him unmasking, where he's just gone crazy and he's not attacking. I'm not going to like. Yeah, like the the angle was pretty good. Um, I was a bit disappointed when he took his mask. Oh, he, did. he just burned. He I just burned his eyebrows off. That's it. Okay. I remember watching it live, and I was just like, "Really? It's this?" Well, I mean, again, I was what was that 2002, so I'd have been 13. To be fair, that's kind of when I started. Um, I only really watched wrestling up until like 2003. Yeah. So I was kind of starting to get out of it then. I kind of picked back up um, about 2009-ish, but with like TNA and places like that. But yeah, I started getting back into WWE like 2014, so I missed like a good. 12 years of all that. I kind of stopped watching like every week about 97 ish. I pretty much missed the Attitude Era. Attitude Era, man. Like 2000 yeah. was a peak, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was more. I was just busy at the weekends when I was 18 and then 17 and 18. Yeah, yeah I know, I know that feeling. I know. Used, to, used to watch it hungover in bed. <laughs> after a night out the crazy ass or something. So you, you'd be watching it at like 18 going, oh mate, remember this, remember this. Like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I got back into it in like 2014, Royal Rumble 2014, because it was the road to WrestleMania 30. Yeah, and just, yeah. that was it. I was hooked. And then I started training not long after that. So kind of glad I got back into it. Rumble 2014 was a turning point, man. Batista. Yes. Yeah, it was Batista. It was Batista's return, and then it went on because everyone wanted Brian to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then still got into. It's then he won the title at WrestleMania 30 anyway, which, yeah, yeah. right, cool. Yeah, I so say, I kind of got back into it in 2001 because I heard mm. it was going to be WWE versus WCW. WCW. This was going to be amazing. So, yeah, so Invasion was the first pay per view I ordered. I begged the parents to order it. Skybox office, man. That's the thing. You had to get him on Skybox office, and uh, I'm the one paying the bill. So, yeah. Then I moved out, couldn't afford Sky. (laughs) And then when I finally got Sky, the ECW was starting up again. So I said, "Oh, I'll start watching it again." Mm. I watched it about six months. But it was when Joel got back into it in 2011. Started getting into it in 2011. I've been into it ever since. Yeah. Not great years, yeah, a classic year for like the early tens, but it's it's all on demand now, mate. You can just go back yeah. and watch any of it now. That's the the beauty of the world we live in. Everything's just on demand or available on the internet by some kind of means that I won't go into. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> I just might want to be one of the most well versed seven year olds in wrestling ever. Cause... There you go, mate. He's going to be one of those. He's going to be one of those twenty year vets with eight years experience. Yeah. <laughs> right, so, what prompted you to don the tights to get in the ring yourself? Um, I went and saw um a promotion local to me. I was like twenty. When would I have been? Like twenty five, twenty five, twenty six. I went and saw um. I was, I was I was working like Warsaw Town Centre and I saw a poster for a local wrestling show and they got Sabu on the on the poster so I went and I went just on a whim I went on my own and just went fuck it I'm gonna go and watch Sabu wrestle in the middle of Warsaw because yeah. <laughs> Sabu <laughs> I ended up bumping into a couple of mates there we had a chat we had a laugh um, and then they mentioned like oh they've got a training school did you not know I'm like no I haven't watched wrestling in years. Um, so they pointed me in the direction of they knew the 
they'd been to a couple of their shows. They knew the announcer. So they introduced <laughs> me and I got speaking to him. He's like, yeah, yeah, we train here and these days, et cetera, et cetera. And I just went, fuck it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and yeah, so I went from there. Um, stayed with them for a couple of years. Uh, but they were very much, they were one of those promotions that's like, we'll train you, like, but you only train with us, you only work for us, you only do our shows. And, oh, yeah. which, which is great when you don't know anything outside of that. Cool. Yeah. No worries. Like I worked, I worked nearly every weekend for like two years straight. So I got a lot of reps in. Um, I did a lot of shows. I wasn't, I can't fault the training, but then I started going to other indie promotions. <laughs> started seeing like Fight Club Pro and Kamikaze and Progress and Attack. And I'm like, mm. I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I left and 2018, I started training with Kamikaze and Fight Club Pro and then COVID hit and everything happened. But I still, I'm still training with Kamikaze now. So yeah, it's been, an interesting journey. So was there a trip like who you want to like multi-star when we start training? No. Not not straight away. Mm. Not straight away. Um, when I first started training, I would pick up anything I could. Um, I wanted to... You have ideas in the back of your head and things like that. I just wanted to focus on nailing the basics and everything first. Um, but I started... My first kind of gimmick was really... Gimmick. My first kind of gimmick was very... Yeah. Uh, great Muta inspired because mm. I, I take I take inspiration from what I'm watching a lot of the time. I was watching a lot of Finn Balor. I was watching a lot of Great Muta. Um, I was watching a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of Japan, a lot of like the junior heavyweight style. Um, so my first gimmick was very like I said, it was face paint. I was doing the mist, and I was basically ripping off Great Muta. I was a I was a skinny white Great Muta. <laughs> basically um, so as you can tell that one didn't last very long <laughs> I did that what's the name of that one oh my nope 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 no. buried that is gone and buried um, so uh, you probably I don't think any footage of it exists um, yeah I did that for about five matches all rumbles yeah. all scrambles first singles match I had was um, a completely different character so that was that was very more kind of Triple H inspired to a degree. Um, started it was a face though, so it was like like PG era DX Triple H. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm a face, but I can't swear and stuff because I do a lot of kids shows. <laughs> so yeah, it's very like 2000. Is it like 2007 DX Triple H? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that. Yeah, Shawn Michaels is crossing his head. Belly button because he's a Christian now, so you can't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to be face Triple H, but I do a lot of family shows. Let's, let's do that one. Yeah. And then I, I completely started from scratch. When yeah. when I left there, I just went back to the drawing board, um, changed my name, took all, the, took all my old socials down, took all my old promos down. None of my match, old match footage was available online. I've just got like a stack of DVDs. Um, I don't think any of it's available online. I've honestly never looked. I've never looked. If anyone finds it, fucking good for you. <laughs> like, you've had to look. Yeah, changed my name, changed my look, changed everything. I'm still, I still work on stuff now, if I'm honest, man. Like, I, I still change. It's still an evolving concept as it is. You've got a role with not so much what's popular at the time, but to a degree what you enjoy. And like I said, I take, I take inspiration from what I'm enjoying at the time. And right now that's, Basically, Rob Zombie and Chris Ridgway had a baby. 
throw a bit of John Gresham in there as well. Uh, so you're a member of the BDK. So tell us a bit about the history of the group and how you met. And... So it was uh, it kind of happened in COVID. <laughs> it kind of kicks off in the best time when none of us could capitalise it on any shows at all. It was just a group chat that just evolved into we. I'd known Lucy and Cal for ages because uh, we trained together. Yeah. I'd worked Cal on a couple of shows. We were in a faction on a local promotion. Uh, ended up tagging together with that, and then COVID hit, and like uh, we we just had a group chat with a, there was a load of us in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it splintered off because one of us was talking about starting a promotion, and then that spiraled into standard bullshit wrestling group chats where we just chat shit with each other all day every day and we just became mates became mates through covid because yeah we were just chatting every day and then once obviously we could go out and do shows that was it we were a a thing we were established now we're out there we're a faction but you know it it all started just because we're mates luckily me me and cal still tag which he's done some Awesome work with his character. Like, if you looked at the stuff we did between, like, pre-COVID to now, he's a different animal. Like, genuinely. The best, his best work has been since, since we came back. Genuinely. He's like another fucking guy now. He's, un- like, he was good pre-COVID, don't get me wrong. But he's another level now. Like, I feel, like, there's times I feel like I'm playing fucking catch up with him. Yeah. Yeah. He's got such a good mind for it, man. So what, what, what are your hopes for the future of the group? Are you just, uh, is there any feud you want to go to? Or um, we've always got people we want to work. We've always got people we, we look at, you know, and just, that would be a good match, that would be a good match. Um, we're kind of just, my aspirations for the group, I just want to see us cemented somewhere. I want to see us working, you know, the same aspirations I have for myself. I want to see us working as much as we can in as many places as we can. Just getting ourselves out there and just... Uh, you know, spreading spreading the brand, so to speak, just working, essentially. It would be nice to get as many matches as we can under our belts. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, I want, I want to work as many promotions as I can. I want to work wherever I can. And But it's always good to, like, have those kind of home promotions. Like, a lot of my bookings at the minute are repeat bookings. They're promotions I work with regularly. And that's... That's been so good to have because it shows we've got that trust with promoters. Yeah. Getting repeating. Like I've been working for the same promotions now since since we came back from COVID. There's been some good debuts and some good new ones, but I've always had like a solid five or six that I'm just constantly going back to. And like Cal's got some as well. And then we've got some as a tag and Lucy's got hers. That's, I think at the minute, he's just kind of honing that. Mm. That's I think that's the one of the biggest aspirations is just keeping that momentum going and then trying to channel it further and getting some new places, getting to some getting some yeah, wherever we can basically. Promotion and you just take over and you win all the belts and you become like the power <laughs> like Oh I'm not gonna be the one to say it. Like I'd be, it'd be nice to win it'd be nice to win some tag belts. Like but that's not up to us. We've got to put the work in to do that. It would be good yeah. it would be good for a promotion to have that faith in us and see the potential in us to do that. But again, we've got to put the work in air in to, to have a promoter want to do that. But yeah, that would be nice. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> that, that one's a bit outside of our control to a degree. It would be good. We did, um, we did an invasion angle with, I say an invasion angle. We've got like a, this, this BDK versus BCCW 
mm-hmm. which we're, we're coming to the end of now because that's been going since they started last year. Um, so we're kind of culminating towards a blow off with that. We've kind of been beating up a lot of their regulars. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're going to see where that goes in a couple of months. Yeah. But yeah, just working wherever we can, to be honest, mate. Just getting the records in. This is CJ Carter, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. You are the basis for a Titan, a Deizu. Tell us a bit about the history of the band and how you met your mates. And your I, um, I joined I joined in 2015, so they were already kind of going. They were already they were already writing. They were already doing a couple of shows. I've, I've been playing bass since like 2002. Mm. Jesus Christ, that's oh. 20 years. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I, I'm like I've been playing bass for like 20 years now. Um, in and out of bands, I've done. I've done the band thing, I've done the tours, I've done the shows, I've done this, that, the other. Um, ended up, the the band I was in in 2014 kind of just petered out. Um, we all had different reasons why. Um, I just put an advert out, genuinely. Oh, just, okay. just put an advert on a website. They responded, came down, they knew who I was from a previous band. Um, and that was it. Done. It <laughs> literally came down to one rehearsal. <laughs> came down to one rehearsal. So twenty that was twenty fifteen. We've had the EP out since. We've had a stream of singles after that. We've got another EP on the horizon in November. Um yeah. COVID was difficult. We were literally due to go on tour April twenty twenty and then lockdown happened the end of March. But we managed to keep relevant, we managed to keep alive. The new singles have done really well, which is a bonus. So the last last three singles we've got under the latest under our new management have mm-hmm. destroyed everything we've put through. The last like our own self releases and everything. We we kind of upped our game a little bit when we had that time off in COVID. Like the writing got better, just generally the production got better. We just in, managed to improve while we had that time off, which was a bonus. And uh, yeah, kind of yeah. <laughs> You only, you only told me at lunchtime you wanted to promote your band, so I've been listening to it all afternoon. I've really enjoyed it. It's like, I can definitely hear like influences of like early Slipknot and a bit of Machine Head and some Fear Factory and love it, love like, it. Uh, but yeah, I want to say more modern stuff. I'm going to feel set down old, it's, like trivial men's Alexander uh, and Yeah, yeah. No, that mate, that's the stuff I in my teens. That was it, man. It, it's a lot so more. I say, I say new stuff as they went around when I was. 20. Modern, <laughs> modern metal, I believe, is the current label. Um, it's prog- progressive metalcore. Uh, so its influences are things like um, North Lane, Periphery, Tesseract, Tool, um, Borders, Issues, guys like that. Yeah, no, it's it's been fun. It's been good just to be able to. It's a di- it's like a different outlet. It's similar, uh, like similar but not the same to wrestling. So like they're both they're both avenues where for like twenty minutes I get to be someone else, but they're still two very different ways of me being someone else. Like I'm not MJ Grace, I'm not MJ Grace, yeah. I'm not me either. But and when I'm in the ring, I'm yeah. They're like two two different kind of not personalities, but I don't know. It's weird to describe it. I can do the shows and stuff, man. The rock and roll lifestyle ain't for me. I'm too old now. I've got a mortgage. I'm, I'm married. I'm, mm. <laughs> I'm back in by 10. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like to go out for a couple of pints to watch the football. I thought I was having a night out. <laughs> so, 
all night. <laughs> all night, all night, like until like midnight, eight o'clock. You sound like hangovers. Sorry, I can't deal with them. I start getting hangovers. Yeah, no, go on. Yeah, yeah. I'd say if I drink on the Saturday, I'm still hungover on the Monday. So <laughs> start getting hangovers when I was like 25, and that it was at that point when I went, oh, I'm probably gonna stop drinking now. <laughs> Yeah, is there a main theme or topics that your songs are about? So? I, if I'm honest, bud, I do the mu. I, I say I do the music. I don't do all of the music. I, I don't write the lyrics. Um, that is exclusively like a, a vocalist and a guitarist. Um, I'm, one thing I can do, I can play so many instruments. I can't write lyrics to save my life. <laughs> I leave that up to. I'll, I'll like write a skeleton of a song. I'll go there. You go, lads. They'll add their bits to it, and it becomes a full thing. Oh, or, like, or like um, Ash, our guitarist, he'll do the same thing. Like he'll get like a, a structure down. And go here we go. I'm like sick. And then everyone else adds their bits to it. But that's 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 the main kind of writing procedure. Um, we've got a lot of different topics, but I I, I let Luke do his thing. It's his. He's got a singer. He's, <coughs> he's got screaming. So yeah, so yeah, so, so I really liked Io. Oh, yeah, it was uh, so not, a latest, not a latest single, it's the one before. Yeah. I don't know. So Oathbreaker, I'm trying to remember the name. Oathbreaker's old one. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was... I just put, I just put on Shuffle. I just put Shuffle. It's still in our set list. It's it's like six years old. It's still in our set list. I think it's the only one left off that EP that is in our current set list. Uh, is it Lilith? Um, yep. Genius, I really liked as well. Yeah. Yeah. So there was, um, we had a string of singles. There was Carpe Noctem, there was Genesis, there was Lilith. They were kind of like my, my babies. Mm-hmm. I got like, I hadn't, I had no hand in writing the original EP. Yeah. So then once that was released and I went, well, I've got all these. Um, and they all got released as singles. And then the, we, it's been a mix of all of us in this EP, mm-hmm. which is why I think like the, the sound's been able to mature. So it's not me going, I've got a song. And then going, cool, I've got some lyrics. Or like the guitarist going, I've got a song. And we've all had a hand in everything this time. Except I haven't had a hand in the lyrics because no one needs that. How has the sound evolved over the years? We've been able to get a lot more complex. So we've all kind of like let the reins off a little bit, so to speak. So I I think it's just kind of, again, I take inspiration from what I'm exposed to at the time. So... The original stuff's really inspired by um, heavier stuff from like Architects or North Lane, mm-hmm. and then as I've started to listen to other things, a lot of it's uh, a lot of the newer stuff's more like Bring Me the Horizon um, and elements of like Tesseract and things like that. So there's a bit more of a lighter tone to it, uh, except for the one track off this EP we're not releasing as a single is fucking brutal. It's very more like Vale and Maya and Viljata. Um, yeah, that one's gonna be fucking fun to play live. It's not easy. <laughs> yeah, we've just kind of took, like I said, just took the reins off. Just that that song was very much a fuck it moment where we just went, let's go mental. Have you ever used any of your songs as your entrance music? Nah. Um, I would. I don't think they fit. There's a lot of things I look for in entrance music. So like, it's got to have a quick intro. It's got to have. Um, it's got to have a drop that you can time roughly for like, there's got to be beats in the song that's, that you can hit in things in your entrance. I like to get in the ring, hit the second rope, you know, do a bit of a pose and jump down into the ring and make a big noise. And there's none of the tracks that we've written so far have kind of met what 
I look for. And to be honest, I think I think the the character that I've got in the ring now suits something a little different. So I use yeah. uh, me and Cal use Rob Zombie because spooky tag team boys. Uh, singles, I use a band called Loathe, um, just because one, I fucking love the band, and two, it's got that. It's got what I look for. It's got a quick intro. I'm out the curtain in like 17 seconds. Um, chorus hits just as I'm uh, on the top rope. It, it just does what I need to do, and I like the song. That's a bonus. I, I like the song. If I listen to a track and go, I can see the, I, I can like go through the entrance in my head. I'm like, yeah, I can use that. Where can listeners hear your music? Uh, we are available on um, all streaming platforms: Deezer, Spotify, YouTube Music, Apple Music, everything. It's um, on a deity. It's there. We're on uh, YouTube, um, Bleak, IO, and Heirloom are our three late singles. And yeah, EP's out in November. I'll put links in the description <laughs> if anyone wants to go listen. So. I'll recommend it, but I would. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. I say I've been listening <laughs> to it all afternoon. So. Yo, my name is Danny Reed, and you are listening to the Broken But Glorious podcast. Right, so if you're a promoter for a day, promoting an event, yes. using wrestlers you've worked or have trained with, wrestlers are associated to you in any, could be any obscure way. <laughs> okay. Uh, if I give you a match type, you tell me who you put that match. Okay, yeah. Okay, and as it's your card, every match can be intergender, every match can be three-way, four-way, five-way, throw stupid stipulation on if you want. It's not really okay. a budget. It's oh, not your show. So yeah, like, yeah. People just use it to pull over their mates. <laughs> not going to lie, I was kind of going to do that. It's not like bookers do that anyway. All right, so who do <laughs> your... My mates have done that. Literally just wrestle for my promotion. <laughs> All right, so who be in your opening contest to get the crowd excited? Um, I am a big fan of... a lot. I divide a lot of opinions um, with things like this because... <laughs> You're always taught, like, your opening match should always get the crowd engaged, but it shouldn't do everything under the sun, and it should just be a nice, quick, bam, 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 bam. Um, I'm going to go for a six-man scramble. <laughs> I'm going to go for a scramble, get all the fucking spots out of the way, do everything in the opener, and just get the crowd hot as shit. Because a lot of the times, like, that's the shows that I've been to, they're the kind of matches that have done that for me. When I go, oh no, and like, I can't believe everyone's doing all this now. I'm invested. <laughs> I want to see some more. Um, I get why people just do, oh, do a singles match. Oh, you finished on a roller. All right, class. Um, I get why. It's not what I'm going to do. Uh, so I'm going to use a six man scramble. I'm going to need, um, I'm going to need a high flyer. So I'm going to use Shane Hooker who is No Mercy Lads, who is fucking incredible up-and-comer. He's one of those kids that we mentioned earlier who just picks stuff up like that. Yeah. Um, we're going to need a hard hitter. Um, let's take... Let's put two of the violent gentlemen in there. So let's put Tom and Christy in that, because it'd be nice because it's a six-man, but it's every man for himself. Let's throw in... I'm going to throw in Brandon Jordan, the kamikaze kid. Yeah. Uh, just because, again, high flyer is going to be some good spots. It'll be good for a dive. Um, let's get two more. Let's go with... Let's go with RC Chaos, because he is 
I, he's got an unbelievable mind for wrestling, and he is he's got a wealth of experience behind him. So he would be good from a booker's point of view. He'd be good to agent <laughs> kind of match as well, and he just make sure everyone's where they need to be. He's going to reel everyone in and make sure it doesn't just devolve into like a spot fest. I'm going to go with those five for now for that opener for the scramble. That would be interesting if, if Crispy would let Tom take the pin, or does he break the pin and go, oh, but I want to win. But I want to win, but we both kind of win if you yeah, <laughs> so I'm thinking, as a, as a, especially because they're a heel team as well. How does that dynamic start playing into the match? Go, uh, a comedy style match? Oh, a comedy style match? Um, so, so usually, do people go with two comedy wrestlers, or do you have a straight man and a comedy wrestler? Or? I would absolutely do. Uh, I do a mix of both. To be fair, I think both can work. The two guys that spring to mind immediately, just because I've seen them wrestle in the past. Um, they're not they're not comedy wrestlers, but I know they've got awesome senses of humour. <laughs> so they could do this kind of match. So David Grant and Brandon Brandon Brooks, um, who's one of the future guys as well. Um, I've seen them wrestle and I was entertained. It wasn't necessarily like haha or falling off my chair laughing comedy, but I was popped. It was it was entertaining. Um, <laughs> Brandon's half half uh, David Grant size and he's got one of his old singlets on and it's just hanging off him. <laughs> like, love it. Uh, women's title match. Um. Uh, Mm, 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 mm. Women's title match. I mean, I've got to it's over at this point. I've not. I've got to put Lucy in there. I've got to put Lucy <laughs> Lee. Um, I'm struggling between two here. Um, I only because I know she wants to work her again. La Taylor. Yes. Yes. Um, do I make it a triple threat? <laughs> Maybe if I can. No, I'll keep it. I'm going to keep it as that edge. Uh, L.A. Taylor versus Lucy Lee. Might make it a string card. When's it, when's it on in the card? <laughs> you have you want to show cards. <laughs> okay, so what I'm going to do, okay, just because, again, I'm putting my mates over in this. I'm not putting her over in the match, but I'm putting her over by putting her in this match. Um, I'm going to put it on before the, before the interval. Yes. I'm going to make it a street fight, and it's going to be Lucy Lee. It's going to be L.A. Taylor. It's going to be Charlie Evans. Oh, <laughs> Just because I know that's two people she wants to work, and I know Charlie Evans would be a dream match for her. Mm. It was either Charlie Evans or Millie McKenzie. I'll put my mates over. She's not over in the match, don't get me wrong, so you can listen to this. You're taking the pin, but you've got a solid match. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, mid-card title match. Mid-card title. title match. Workhorse title match. <laughs> I should really cheer. He's the workhorse Brendan White. <laughs> It's not a mid card by any means, but um, that's the kind. Of, again, without booking my mates, because I'm not going to book them too strong, because they're not they're not over, but they're in good matches. I'd put Bevan in that match. Mm-hmm. Um, put him in, put him in there some, with someone who's going to give him some serious experience. Um, I don't know if I want to put Mike Bird or if I want to put Brendan White in there. I might save Brendan if a tag match comes up. Mm-hmm. Tag with uh, with Brendan White and Danny Jones. Um, I'm basically just booking Brit Ress here. <laughs> yes. uh, okay, now, um, ah, see, now I was going to say Amari, but Amari's not mid-card, mate. He's just won the OTT Championship. I'm not going to put him in mid-card title, man. Let's stick with Bevan versus Mike Bird, because Mike Bird's a fucking worker. Yeah. Let's go with that. 
cool. Uh, hardcore extreme rules style match. So this can be anything. This match. It can be anything from a comedy twenty four seven thing straight up to a death match. How hardcore you want it to be? It's just. Uh, all right. So what I'm going to have to do then? I'm going to have to put the women's match on before the interval. They've got to keep it street fight, mm-hmm. like street fight. We'll do deathmatch. We'll do we'll do fucking hardcore. Um, oh, I don't want to put Cal in it. Cal would do something like that. I don't want to put him in it because just in case the tag match comes up, me and him are having that. Yeah, All right, I'm not going to put Cal in it, but I am going to put Carson Bailey in it because he can take a fucking beating. And I would, as much as I would love to see Cal versus Carson Bailey in a deathmatch. One of them would probably die. Um, <laughs> let's throw Clint Margera in because I love him. Um, and he's damn good at what he does. Uh, Alton Thorne. And I did have another name for this and I can't remember who it is. Could have got Charlie Evans in there. Um, I had got someone else for this match. It was going to be Carson Bailey. It was going to be Clint Margera. It was going to be someone else. It was going to be a, um, I'd got it as a four way, but the fourth name slips my mind. I'm going to keep it as a three-way for now, and if it comes back to me, I'll let you know. Okay. okay. I've got someone else for that, though. I've got a four-way definitely. Just <laughs> <laughs> carnage. That would be on last, doesn't it? It's got to be, just so we've got time to clean the fucking ring. <laughs> that's, why I put the, that's why I put the women's street <laughs> point on. It's all because I know I'm going to have to like, sweep up thumbtacks or something. So, yeah, so your tag team title match? Tag team title match. It's got to be me and Cal. It's got to be. Um, act two. Because I fucking love working those yes, boys. Yes. Absolutely love working. They were so good at the weekend, wasn't it? As much as I love working them, they keep showing us up. So. <laughs> but they're they're just so entertaining. Like outside the ring as well, they're fucking hilarious. They're class. I love them. Let's. You know what? I've never had. I've I've never had just them in a straight tag match. So as much as I'd love to throw some of the tag teams in there, mm. um, so like I've wrestled them in a three corners tag. I've wrestled them in a six man tag. I've never wrestled them in just a one-on-one tag, so just Devil's Ring versus Act 2. Then it's, your, it's meant to be your main event, but it's going to be your semi-main event, main event. Semi-main event. Um, well, we, only, only because you've got your death match as your main event, so this is usually where you put them in. Uh, right, say, okay, I guess for the main event. Okay, right, 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 right. Um, <laughs> so this is your... Yeah, this is the main event, and then there's an unsanctioned death match after. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Mate, there's no way this card could ever go ahead. Um, it's definitely not a family show, I know that much. Uh, I really want to see Jay Joshua versus Chris Ridgeway again. Ooh, yeah. I really want to see that match again. I'm gutted that, I, like, I'm gutted he didn't go ahead at No Mercy. Like, there are a lot of reasons, and, like, I understand why it couldn't. Um, but I would love to see that match again. Like, mm-hmm. they're two of the best. Like, Jay Joshua's, his strong style is, Insane, and Reedy's obviously like he's one of the top guys in the country. So how could I not want it? Like as an exhibition, I would just sit backstage, just glued to that. Absolutely. I was going to make it pure rules, just because I'm a massive mark for pure rules, but I'm going to leave it as a straight singles. That'd be. I'd love to see that. <laughs> Put my mates in there. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Someone's got to look us. Where can people see in the near future? Uh, but, 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 <laughs> I've got a couple of dates announced. Um, I don't have matches announced, so I still have to keep a lot of things under wraps. Now, um, we've got 3rd of September um, in Dorley. Then we've got the 18th of September in Wales um, and the 24th of September 
in um, Burton. Matches aren't announced, so I can't give anything away other than that. But they will be on my socials as soon as available, as soon as they are available. So I can cheek plug for the socials there. Yes. yes. Um, I am most active on Instagram, which is MJ underscore Grayson underscore PW, and I'm trying so hard to get rid of the underscore PW, but MJ underscore Grayson's already taken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really wasn't great at coordinating my socials because my Twitter is just at MJ Grayson. Um, yeah. I'm not very active on Twitter. Um, I do mainly just post, but I, I will I will post like any match that I'm on will go on there. So if you do follow me on on Twitter, you will see match graphics on there as well. Like uh, Marshall X at Kamikaze, like he because he's their trainer. If like if he hadn't turned around and gone, need to get Twitter. Just even if it's just to promote shows, I probably still wouldn't have one. Um, I understand it's a good platform. A lot of people are really good at using it. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I'm not good on Twitter. So yeah, I, I, do, I still promote everything on there. Um, I am way more active on Instagram just because I promote the platform. Um, but all my matches will be up on there as and when they are announced. Um, but yeah, I can't really announce. I can't say anything right now, I'm afraid, just because they haven't been announced. What about from the? Are you got any gigs coming up or from the band's point of view? Uh, my calendar should be more up to date than it is. 29th of <laughs> October, we are supporting Exist Immortal um, at uh, the Flapper in Birmingham. It is Birmingham. Um, I can't remember the exact venue, unfortunately, off the top of my head. And I don't put things like that in my calendar because I'm a moron. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it's in Birmingham. Uh, but it's 29th of October, post is already up. Um, again, a Titan of Deity on Instagram and Facebook. Everything we do is on there. Nice. Nice. I'll put links to that in the description below the interview. Yeah, I've really enjoyed speaking to you today. I'd love to have you on again. I appreciate it. I appreciate having me on. That was good. That was very so, good. Fingers crossed I can get up to a training session and we can uh, we can have another have another session. 